and welcome to the UK Hospitality Podcast with me, Penilla Thompson. Today I will be finding out more about the Operation Manager Awards with our special guest, Nick Fish. Welcome. Hello, Penilla. Thank you very much for having me. Looking forward to this. Thank you very much for coming. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with these awards. I was Chief Exec of ALMR, which as you know is predecessor to UKH, and I had previously had a career as an Ops Manager and Operations Director in the industry. So when I was in the role at ALMR, I saw the chance to have a competition and to recognise these individuals in the world where I used to occupy. So I thought it was important and my council agreed with me and off we went. And there we have it, the very first one. So what are the Ops Awards and how were they created? The point was that everybody in the industry seemed to focus on the pubs and the bars and the restaurants, quite rightly. There were also big and important and successful companies, but in between HQ, as it were, and the actual outlet where business was done, there was a lot of work that was needed, and this was done by the operations managers who, in my opinion, then were under-recognised, under-rewarded, under-developed, but crucial to the whole business, connecting headquarters, company HQ, to the branch and making the whole business work. Really shining a spotlight on those talents that those people offer. Absolutely, because there were definitely good people out there, but the industry never spoke about them or rewarded them or recognised them. I thought that was time to change that. Very much indeed. And there's a rigorous judging process to these awards, aren't there? Obviously, there's no point in having a competition without rigorous judging. When we first started, we canvassed about for people who were proud of what they'd done, and we interviewed them, and we picked a winner, and it was simple as that. And we had generous support from the industry, but it was as simple as that. And in fact, our very first winner was Simon Longbottom, now Chief Exec of Stonegate. So it shows that we were good at picking winners even from day one. So since then, obviously we're now in the 24th year of these awards, have they involved? They've been demonstrably successful. And the reason they're demonstrably successful is that we haven't stood still and we have made the judging process more and more rigorous. Particularly, we have an entry paper that is a narrative entry paper. People actually have to write rather than tick boxes up to 15 pages, ranging right across all the things that they have to do and are responsible for. They then get marked and the 20 best entry papers become the finalists in the competition, which is good. But then the fun begins because we do the important bit of the judging, which is a day in the trade accompanied by one of our mentor judges. These are four individuals, one lady, three men, who've given their time to write the entry papers, mark and assess the finalists in the field, and then they go on to chair the finals panels when finalists go through their third and last hoop. It's very rigorous, but very exciting. Certainly a lot involved in these awards. How are they funded? Right from the beginning, we saw ourselves as a trade association that would not spend the members' money on this. So we actually went out and asked the industry, both the suppliers to the trade and the trade itself, to sponsor what we were up to, to pay for the conduct of the competition, which is not nothing, but it certainly needs paying for. And we call these sponsors our patrons, not least because the cash, however welcome, is accompanied by their intellectual support for what we are doing and their passion that we deliver it properly. Really getting on board and getting on with that vision of the awards. They're fully engaged and it is such a privilege to see people who recognise what we're doing, prepared to fund it and take an interest all the way through. Now, we're nearly at the end of this year's judging process. You mentioned these series of challenges 
What exactly does that entail? The thing that I'm particularly proud of is the role of the mentor judges. They underpin what we're doing. These are all ex-operators themselves. They know what's what. They're not paid. We recognise them with a small thank you present, but it's no more than that. And yet they get involved and they devise the entry papers. They mark the entry papers. They accompany each of them five finalists in a whole day, 12-hour day going around their pubs and their bars and their restaurants and their clubs. And then they reassemble to do the final judging, which is panels for the finalists to attend. That's the essence of the quality of what we do. And I'm proud and glad to report that the Ops Awards won a competition, which was the best judging panel and process at the Tent Smile. It's called the Awards Awards, mm -hmm. but it was genuinely a competition that we were up against the brightest and best national charities, non-governmental associations, major publishers, and we won it. And I'm absolutely delighted. So that really does show that these awards are very highly regarded. That's why people come back and we have been going for some time. And the reason we've been going some time is it's evolved, it's got better. And those who take part recognise what it does for them. And the industry is pleased to have that area addressed and recognised and celebrated. And tell me a little bit more about the nominees and how a little bit about who made the cut this year as well. If you've been around in the industry for any length of time, you'll know that it used to be quite simple. And of course, that is right. But now we address the sectors of casual dining, late night, as well as branded pubs of one shape, size or another. Our view, of course, is that the skills required to be an ops manager are in the head and not, as it were, on the menu or in the business model. They are tempered by that, but there's much more commonality than there is things that drive them apart. The big difference, funnily enough, is managed versus least talented, but it's still a pub or a bar at the end of the day and the customers don't care. So the people who look after them have to address that business need. The two specific awards are? are ones for managed businesses and the other is for least intended businesses. We believe that there's sufficient difference for them to have their own award. The only one year that we haven't had it was the first year when Simon won. We also have a supplementary prize is what we call the Rising Star. Those who the judges feel haven't quite won but watch this space because they're going to be on top of their game within a year or so. The winners of these two awards they will be announced on the 8th of October at a dinner. What would those attending expect? at this dinner? I've done, over the years, more awards events than I care to think. And I've always thought that the best ones are those that focus on the people who are in competition to get the award. So what we're going to do at Salsa in October is to really, really focus on them, make sure that they and their companies and our industry have a really good time, understand the importance of the competition, the individuals taking part and the things that they deliver for our industry. We're going to be serious at the right moments and celebrating for the rest of the evening. We're lucky enough to have Ian Payne from Stonegate, chairman, saying a few words. And the prizes are going to be handed over by Lord Philip Smith, who's chairman of the Institute of Licensing. He's going to be there. So lots of important people giving this event the support and dignity it deserves. This event is also sponsored, isn't it? Sky have been generous enough to support the awards event itself. As often is the case with Sky, they get it, they understand the importance of the awards, want to help us celebrate it and make us a success and promote the idea of the winners. So a very big sponsor there, backing these awards. Huge, huge sponsor, very generous and perceptive too. They've spotted the importance of the thing. Who else is going to be at these awards? We obviously, the finalists, 
and we want the finalists to bring as many supporters from their own companies to cheer them on. We have our patrons who will want to be there and see the people that their competition is developing and producing. And obviously it's relevant to our whole industry. So we would expect to see companies, individuals who've been through the process before, come to see what the new lot look like. And perhaps bosses, companies that are pondering the idea of putting their ops managers into the competition next year and in later years to see what it looks like, what's involved. Which would really be a, a great opportunity for their ops managers, because as you said, the previous winners, they've really gone on to do great things, haven't they? Well, I mentioned with Simon Longbottom, but of course we've had um, quite a few hundred over the years and we do do a bit of an exercise on where are they now and some of the places and the heights that people have got to is awe-inspiring and a tribute to the fact that we've judged properly and recognise the right people as they go on upwards with their careers, but always helping their businesses and helping our industry to do better. And I believe there are still a few more seats left at the awards dinner. So if you do want to see what this is all about, or you would like to join in to celebrate the amazing work that the best operations managers bring to the businesses, as well as to the vibrant and varied sector, make sure you head over to the UK Hospitality website, www.ukhospitality.org.uk, and you'll find details in the events section. To find out more, or if you have any questions, you can of course email us at info at ukhospitality.org.uk. We can obviously field questions to Nick himself if necessary. I'd like to take the opportunity now to thank you, of course, for coming and talking about the awards. It was a great pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for having me, and I just encourage everybody to take part, celebrate it, and watch this space. Yes, I for one will definitely be looking forward to celebrating the awards on the 8th of October at Salsa in London and hope all you listening will also be joining us that night. Thank you.